How's it going? Charles Potenston here. Just reviewed Sapiens. The link is below. It is an amazing book. Today we're going to be talking about another book and it's called No More Mr. Nice Guy. I have no idea who wrote it and I don't even know why I bought it, but I am really, really thankful for actually buying it. I had, I got so much out of it. It was absolutely amazing. The reason being is that I was that person that they were describing in the book. So essentially I'll go over a little bit of the overview of the book and the biggest pieces that I actually got out of it. So number one is the book is about nice guys, which is probably 80% of the males born today. That's completely subjective that I just made up right now. I have no idea what the actual percentage is because it's really hard to actually track that. However, just my interaction with dozens of people per day, million, not millions, thousands of people because I'm in sales and I'm I, you know, networking and whatever, the vast majority of men are nice guys and women are yearning for not a not, not, a not nice guy, but a man. And, that, and, and I'll explain the difference. So where did nice guys come from? So they go, and this is obviously all based on the book, this is not me, and it makes sense. So nice guys came from essentially right after World War II. So all these men without their actual volunteerism, yeah, there's a lot that actually volunteered in World War II, but most of them were drafted and they said, they went overseas and they, they fought in a war and they were asked to just come home and shut up and go to work which is insane, by the way. So thank you for the greatest generation. I really do appreciate everyone from World War II. Made it a lot better, safer place. But while all those men were overseas, women were raising the child. And women were obviously educating what, uh, they were trying to do both roles. You know, both roles of a man and a woman. Obviously, this also, it, it works in a homosexual relationship, so, you know, man, woman, or man, man, woman, woman. So just think of it however you want to think about it. But I'm just going to be talking about a man and a woman right now. Uh, and he has a lot of gay couple, or a lot of gay clients. So where did the nice guy come from? So the nice guy came from is there was no father during World War II. They were out, they were battling, they were gone for five years or six years, and then they had to come home and then go to work and and work their ass off right after they came home because they had no money. They had the GI Bill and everything else, but that was just not enough. So they were pretty much absent from going to war and then they came home and then they had to work for years on the end to make ends meet, you know, provide for the family, have the kid go to school and everything else. And they were absent from the family. During that time, you also had an uprise, a positive uprise in pro-women's rights. And then an offshoot of that was feminism, which personally I think it takes it a little bit too far. And essentially it says you don't need a man. And obviously if you're a woman and you disagree, that's fine. It's not a big deal. If you're a feminist, congratulations. I'm just speaking about the men who unfortunately are nice guys who are not satisfied with their lives. And this is the reason. So essentially you had them going to school, these kids going to school, which is like 80 to 90% women teachers. Then you have no men because they're at war or they're at work, so there's no male influence to actually teach the child how to be, be on a purpose, to be a man, which means, and be a man doesn't mean be a tough guy and not have emotions and you don't get, you don't, you just, you just suck it up. No, that's not being a man. Being a man means you're, you're on your purpose, you know what you're passionate about, you stick to it, you are inclusive, you're a leader, you make decisions quickly and you stick by it and you're also courageous. There's just the whole thing that he talks about in the book. 
So from there, from the 1940s to about the 1970s, you had the, the war and then the absent males that were either killed in the war or they just had to work after coming back from the war. And like I said, during that time, overlapping it later on, you also had the pro-women's rights movement, which was good and I agree with. Then you had the feminism movement, which I don't, I don't, I agree with the women's movement. I don't agree with the feminism movement because it really, it doesn't, it, 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 it empowers women, but in a very, it's like a malicious way, but whatever, you take it your way. So from that, you had no male figure. There's no male role model, really. And then through that, it just layered to today where it's just absent. Real men who are just absent in role models, in society, in Hollywood, in government, in athletes. You just, you, you have the extremes where you have athletes that have tons of children and they buy tons of women and that's not a good example. Or you have the opposite, which the male just panders to everyone, including people that have not his best interests at heart. So within the book, you have all these nice guys. I am one of those. And for me, I can just tell you that I had a father that worked a lot. I had a mom that pretty much raised me. My dad raised me, so I have a big influence on that. But really the majority of my influence was my mom because my dad was working so much and that's like so many other nice guys. So what the book says is it literally breaks down your needs. So a nice guy, essentially, they don't look after their own needs. They pander to people, especially women, to gain acceptance. And once they gain acceptance, they'll do anything. They'll buy gifts, they will do things that they don't want to do. They'll keep on saying, I'm sorry, do you want me to do this and da da da. And they're just, they're not, they're just spineless. They are being told what to do by other males by society, by they, they just they just are boxed in by mass thinking. They're just, they're not on their purpose as David Data says in his book, The Way of the Superior Man. And that really conjures off of this. Mo you're not happy because you're satisfying someone else's needs. Um, sexually, you are not satisfied in relationships, you're not satisfied Financially, you're just getting by most of the time because you don't have the audacity to go out and get what you want. You're not courageous enough because you're always trying to gain acceptance from other people. So you have all of those, just there's so many negative things and I had that. So just a little bit about me. I was a nice guy until about 18, then I'm like, okay, this isn't working. And then I became a not nice guy an a-hole and then I was like okay that's not really working and then I kind of drew back to the middle and then I started looking at male role models that I wanted to be like successful ones like Richard Bronson who is courageous he has a family he has a wife for a long period of time still does he's wealthy he's doing everything um, John uh, guy who uh, billionaire forgot his name right now but he also has a, a beautiful wife beautiful family he just has everything he's courageous and he goes after what he wants and essentially what it is is he goes after what he wants and he tells his wife at the time girlfriend saying this is what I'm about and not pandering to and, and I'm not saying not compromising but I'm also saying this is the path I'm on you know it's like someone that says I really want to be a musician and the wife says great well can you pay the bills and he goes I don't know but this is my passion instead of him stopping for his girlfriend it's like you make the decision is my girlfriend more important or is my passion of being a musician really important and you hear that all the time so in that 
when they're really young, they met and they were just trying to get by, just trying to get by, and the wife was really supportive. You got it, you got it, you got it, and then hits it big. But the thing is, it took years to get to that point, and, that, and the reason being is that the male stayed on his purpose, and the wife, the now wife was like, yeah, I was there by his side. I saw him when he was poor, when we were living on the couch, when we, we didn't have any money, and now he's rich and famous and da da da, and he's still on his path and he's passionate about it, and that's why he's doing it. So how do you get out of it? Number one is you have to do things that you fear. It's the biggest way to get on your purpose. S starting a new job, going to the gym, having, this is very important, having positive male figures in your life. A lot of nice guys don't have positive male figures in their life. They don't even have male figures in their life at all. They also may not even have sex with their, their wife or their girlfriend, or if they do, it's just pleasing their needs, and then in turn, the wife or the girlfriend are pleased, but it's only temporary, and then over time, the wife is like, yeah, but I also like to please as well, and then he, the nice guy, doesn't like to accept. They don't like accepting things, they don't like accepting compliments, or, or, or just things that they feel like they didn't earn, and it can, it's as widespread in the fact that it ruins relationships because people want to give things but they don't like accepting. And it's all going back to one basic thing which is when you are a nice guy, you don't like asking for help. You don't like delegating things. You don't like giving away responsibility. You're like, I got it, I'll do it. So you don't like asking for help. You also don't like delegating things. So you end up doing everything, whether you like it, like what you do or not, you keep on doing it, which is insane. And when you read the book, you're like, wow, that's me. And, and throughout the book, I was like, wow, that's me, that's me. The amazing part is he has, first in the beginning, where it came from, then why it's bad to be a nice guy. And this is the thing is that people say, so what, you're gonna be mean? No, 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 no. A nice guy is someone that panders against their own needs. Someone that panders and is just trying to do anything to get accepted. They feel that everyone should like them. Everyone in the world should like them. No, 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 no. Being a nice guy, you can still be nice, but on your purpose. You can still be nice, but also know that people are gonna not like you and be fine with that. And be fine that people don't like you. And that's the big thing, is, is accepting certain things in your life that are gonna be challenging, that you're gonna to have to be courageous, that you're gonna to have to live with a passion or a purpose outside of your wife or your job or your, something that you like. Perfect example is that I like to play hockey. I like to work. And that's the thing is that when people say, say I'm dating a girl and she says, she goes, oh my God, you don't text me during the day. I'm like, sorry, I'm working. She goes, like, why don't you text me? And she, you can see that she's mad. I say, honey, I can, Text you before 8.30 a.m. or after six, whatever, but during that time period, I'm sorry, not really, I'm not sorry, but this is what I do, which is I love my work. And in hockey, I hockey at night, why aren't you hanging out with me? I have a hockey game, I love hockey. And I hear it all the time from a lot of my friends that stop doing the things that they love because their wife or their girlfriend has said, don't do it. And they're like, okay, fine. And then they go and they sit home and then the wife after six months is like, why are you just sitting here? He's like, well, I would play hockey, but you don't want me to play hockey. Then she's mad that he's just sitting there. It's like, dude, be on your purpose. You like hockey, go play hockey. I'm not saying at the detriment of raising a child or the detriment of a job or making money. You have to have a compromise, but why not have it all? Have the job, have the great life, have the relationships, and also have the money and the passion outside of all of that, which is hockey or rock climbing or cycling or motorcycling. So that's it, is that you have to be on a path.
And you have to be on your path, not what your parents said, not what society said, not what's easy, not because you lived in this job for 30 years and then you retire and you get a pension, you live the life that you wanna live. And you bring the people into your life that will 100% support you, maybe not 100%, but will support you in where you're going. I cannot recommend this book enough. I was that guy, and I can tell you right now, it's being—it's so freeing to hear the stories that he tells, and then there's an action step after each one, and then you go out and you do it, and you're like, wow. Which is, do what you fear. Everything that you fear, on the other side of that is exactly what you want. Everything you fear, right on the other side, is exactly, exactly what you want. Anyway, go out and buy the book. The link is below. It's an affiliated link. I get a couple of pennies, blah, blah, blah. It supports the channel. And uh, obviously, just to give you full disclosure. And if you have any questions, leave it in the comments below. Let me know if you're one of those guys, one of those nice guys that you, you just feel you're pandering, you're not happy. And all these, it really comes back to not being happy. And you know what's funny is that if you're not happy, your wife or your girlfriend, and in here, obviously, gay men, if your partner is not happy, or you're not happy, your partner's not gonna be happy. So it's really about you doing what you do best, and your partner will be happy because they see that you're happy going to the gym, having a passion, having a hobby, having the job they like. It's all inclusive, it's all, it's a lifestyle. So anyway, talk to you guys soon. Leave a comment below about how you felt about the book, if you read it, or about this review. I'll talk to you guys, talk to you guys soon. New video every single week, subscribe to the, the channel. I'll talk to you, have an awesome day. Live with passion, as Tony Robbins says. Welcome to my bedroom. <laughs> First of all, we have to talk about how to actually wake up. Number one is you need blinders. You need to have zero blinders.